Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Huge call out to Megan who, who pulled that nifty new graphic together. Everyone, welcome. My name is Jeff Deverter. I'm the chief technology evangelist for us here at Rackspace Technology, and I'm excited to get to introduce you and welcome you to the program. So you know the rules. I'm obviously on the road again, and I don't have my fancy uh, things coming up. So you you follow follow the rules. You remember, introduce yourself. Tell me who you are. Tell us where you are. It makes it more fun. This is a global audience and it's great to see where everyone is coming in from. So introduce yourselves. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can always do that. You can find me on LinkedIn, but maybe even easier is to send an email. Oh, first person in from Lagos, Nigeria. I had to stop and call that out. That's really cool. Um, Send an email over to solve at Rackspace. It's just that easy. Solve. It's our it's our thought leadership program here at Rackspace that I get to spend a goodly amount of my time uh, uh, helping to curate a lot of the content, create some of this video content that we have right here. Oh, look, everybody's starting to show up. Egypt is here. India is here. Uh, who else? Where else? North Carolina. I love North Carolina. David, welcome. Glad that you are here. Houston. Michael, always from Houston. I might be there in September. We'll see how that works out. Uh, or early October. I don't remember when, but maybe. I'll let you know. We should get coffee. Uh, everyone, this is going to be a great show. It feels like the, the, the month of, of August is, is all things that lead up to, well, whose favorite conference? My favorite conference. It's called Google Next. And my guest today is Rebecca Potts, and uh, I can't wait for you to get to meet her and some of the amazing things that uh, she's done we get to talk about today. Uh, but I also want to call out Dallas. We've got India. We've got... Um, I saw a really uh, woo Nashville's here. I love that uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I was just there over the weekend. I had to take my son back to Belmont. Everybody know Belmont? You should. It's a great university. Uh, Delhi's here. Arizona's here. Fantastic. Everyone, keep introducing yourselves. Look at your names all up on the screen. Love it when Daniel does that. Well, Daniel. Enough of this intro stuff. I can't wait to get started in my, with my conversation with Rebecca. So let's bring Rebecca up live from Austin, Texas. Right, Rebecca. Absolutely. I feel right at home with all the folks calling in from Texas. So thanks for having me on today, Jeff. I'm so glad that you're here, Rebecca. Thank you for taking time and, you know, uh, doing the extra things even when the house is under construction. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. This is well, this is this is just how it is these days. Well, I'm not even home. I'm here uh, at, a, at an event for our channel team. Uh, I'm suffering for the company here in Park City, Utah, and uh, but it's a beautiful scene outside. Had to set up the camera so we could get to see that. So, uh, but again, thanks for being here. Uh, I know you, you you've taken some a significant amount of time out of your day, not only to do our prep sessions, but then to come to be a part of this. So we really do appreciate it, and of course, the partnership that we have here at Rackspace with Google. It's really my pleasure. So again, I, I appreciate you reaching out and asking asking for me to participate. So I really look forward to talking with you and the rest of the audience today. 
Yeah, guys, if you have questions as we get into the conversation, you know how to do it. Look at how I've just taught you how to respond, and you have questions, I'll see them, we'll answer them, at least most of them. All right, well, Rebecca, you, uh, you're no stranger to the IT world. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, about how you got where you are and what you're doing these days? Sure, absolutely. So um, I, you know, I started my career uh, as, as a technology implementation consultant. Um, I did that for about 13 years, and what was so cool about that is as a, as a young professional, I was able to really understand how different businesses work and also, uh, you know, what good looks like. So being able to visit, you know, with different companies, some are run very well and some are run, frankly, not as well. And so it was a great foundation for me. Um, I moved to SAP in 2007, uh, okay. where I ran software, both software sales teams and services sales teams, and uh, learned really a lot about um, outcome selling, outcome-based selling, and um, and also that's really when you know cloud was making a big splash in the market, and you know SAP was buying Ariba and SuccessFactors. So. Um, you know, between the the, the the conversion, shall we say, of cloud and and, and on prem, um, I was I was lucky enough to be part of that. I've been with Google for the last three years. Uh, joined uh, as part of the sales team, um, direct sales team, and for the last year, uh, have been running the um, uh, the solutions partner team um, within the partner organization. So that's a little bit about me. That's the bird's eye view of a whole lot of stuff uh, inside of there. It's interesting how you, you've been able to, from the outside and now on the inside, really observe a lot of what is happening around this whole moving the stuffs to the cloud. And uh, I love that you come started in the direct sales space and now are, are on the partner side. But as director of, of the, you know, the solutions uh, for partners and, and team, you know, what, does that, what does that mean to somebody who doesn't live that every single day? Yeah, so what my organization does is we're really the connection between the, the product and go-to-market team here at Google and our, uh, and our partner ecosystem. And so I have folks on my team who get up every day who are thinking specifically about um, uh, you know, data and analytics from a Google standpoint yeah. or security or infra infrastructure modernization. And we know that within our partner ecosystem uh, that, that you all have folks who are also getting up every day and thinking about those topics. Yeah. So it's really about making the connections between, uh, between our team and the, and the partner ecosystem to ensure that, um, that we're winning the hearts and minds of, of, our, of our partners and they put Google first. Hmm. Well, and partners come in a lot of different shapes and sizes and how they're how they they enable things. You got some partners who are building solutions that then they resell on top of your capabilities. And then those like like a Rackspace or other solution partners who are going to take the, the tool sets that you guys create and, and help make that a reality in implementation uh, uh, for for um, for our customers, specifically our joint customers. But in your role, what's a what's a, what's a day to day like with these different types of partners, these different types of things, and just getting the Google name out there? Well, so you've actually nailed it. The fact that there's there's no no day no day looks exactly the same because of what you've just mentioned. You know, we do have obviously ISV partners and GSI partners and MSPs, and so so each one of those partners really requires a different uh, you know a different lens from. Google, and that's what's fun about my job. Mm. So, you know, ultimately, you know, what we what we're what we're building is differentiated capabilities. We're always trying to, to answer the question, you know, what makes Google different, of course, um, and then what makes you as as Rackspace 
different, yeah. you know, what's, what's the, we call it the trifecta, right? Mm. Like what's the, what's the, you know, the Google, the customer and the partner, what's that, what's that trifecta that, that drives differentiation and, and obviously solves the customer's business problems. Right. Right. Um, I, I really like the way you think about that in, uh, from a trifecta point of view, because it really does, you know, it, 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 it has the equal focus on all the things to make a customer ultimately be successful in, in their ability to, uh, to utilize the tooling. Um, you know, we, we chatted a bunch about, you know, what are we going to talk about when we do our live stream? And um, it was somebody who works at a company with, you know, so much great tooling and capabilities. What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing? That, a tool that you use inside of Google? You know, what's your what's your favorite Google service? Sounds like a strange question. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, hey, in terms of what we use inside Google, um, you know, we definitely eat our own dog food. Um, I would say Workspace is is something that I'm in. You know, every an hour, every hour, and every day. And what I love yeah. about Workspace is we, we've we've obviously all been. Uh, you know, heard about this little thing called generative AI. Um, and <laughs> I think it's going to stick. I think I, it's a thing. I, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, so I love the fact that uh, that the Gen AI capability has been integrated into Workspace. So, you know, when I go to to, to write an email, or I work on a on a spreadsheet um, that I've got the the capability, you know, right there. So, um, yeah. you know, makes it makes makes for a, a lot of internal efficiency. That's awesome. You know, we were chatting. When we think about that trifecta, you know, and you've got you've got Google, you've got you guys, you've got you've got partnerships, and you've got customers. But why do partnerships matter so much? Why uh, why engage us? Why not just focus directly with customers? Well, listen, we you know Google's primary focus is we are a technology provider. Yes, we are a solution provider, but but there's there's no way that we could go to market and and service all of our customers without the help of our partners. We really see that uh, you know that our partners are there to um, you know to to, to drive uh, to create and drive solutions. Um, you know, many of our partners. Uh, of course, including Rackspace, have um, have many different ideas and thoughts and concepts about how to use diff how to use Google technology uh, effectively. So that's something that we're always learning from our partners, and um, and again, that's what makes things um, really interesting uh, as we think about the go to market with with the Google technology. There's so many great ideas and and customer problems to solve, and we certainly need our our partners to do that. This episode of Cloud Talk is sponsored by Cisco App Dynamics. Technical environments are getting more complex, and Cisco App Dynamics is helping to cut through the noise. Their full stack observability solutions help make every tech decision a business decision and keep everyone all on the same page. App Dynamics software enables deeper understanding of both user and application behavior so that your teams can see share, and take action all in real time. Just go to appdynamics.com to learn more, schedule a live demo, or even start a 15-day free trial to see the difference for yourself that Cisco App Dynamics can make in your mission-critical applications. All right, with that, let's get back to the program. Yeah, so I think a lot about... Um, you know, with providers like you guys who create such amazing tools, it's like it's like you create the best box of Lego parts that you've assembled some of them and said, here, here's workspaces or here's this other out of the box thing. But you could also take it apart and use the core elements really to build whatever you want to want to build. And that's actually what we did. 
you know, not long ago when we launched our generative AI offering uh, in and around, we call it FAIR, the Foundry for AI at Rackspace. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I memorized that. And, um, uh, and so the partnership that, that we've had has been super important for us. Yeah, well, and and likewise. I mean, listen, we, you know, when we launched NAI uh, earlier this spring, um, the the idea of um, selecting a list of what we called launch partners at the time, you know, you can't launch with with every single partner on day one, right? Right. So and so, who who do we work with in the near term to really uh, to put together offerings that uh, make sense for for our customers, so that our customers can get our, their arms around, you know, what what does Gen AI mean? Number one, and then what does it mean for me? What are some of the use cases and so on? So we really appreciate the fact that that you know, uh, Rackspace was very one of our very early launch partners, um, and you developed this program uh, where you've where you've you know, done exactly that. You know, you've, you've got the offering that says, "Hey, let's spend you know a week or two or a day or two thinking about your 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 use cases, and then let's make sure that um, that we take the, that that business context uh, and turn it into reality, and uh, and not only a reality, but but a, uh, a a use case or a business case where there's a return on investment for the customers." Yeah, it, um, the way the team, and I, I wish I could take credit for it personally, but I can't, but the way the team pulled it together, I thought was it, they, they, amazing. A three-step thing. I love things in threes. Ideate, incubate, and industrialize. Ideate is, is just what you're saying. It's let's let's sit down and have a conversation about, you know, what does your business do? Where are the challenges? Where are the opportunities? And then uh, and then start to look at our, our smart data people and our smart AI people to, to plug that together. But I want to I wanna go back real quick. When you say, uh, you make a phrase, and I don't want it to go unnoticed, where you say when we launched our AI practice earlier this year, when when uh, from a Google point of view, you know it's important that everybody also realize you just didn't come up with AI at that point. I mean, you guys are have been deep in AI for I want to say decades, but for at least a good long time. Uh, you know, and you're one of those companies that can go back also and and honestly say that I don't know how many. Was it eight or nine or ten service offerings that you have over a billion users a day? Uh, you don't do that with a with a, a host of people. I mean, you guys have had AI at the core of what you've been doing for a, a really long time to be able to service this many people on your platform. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, so we we just to be super clear, you know, we launched our generative AI platform yeah. in, in the spring, right? But but you know. Google's really, you know, our foundation really is AI. If you think about the fact that we, you know, we started as a search, you know, Google search, yeah. and um, and and that that really is, uh, I'll say, you know, AI and ML at its core. And then and then just as you, you know, have have uh, have mentioned, you know, we've been training those data models for years. Um, yeah. Have have been, you know, have then been. Um, uh, you know, have, have have taken the path of inserting those learnings and those those models into all of our products, including our workspace model, uh, you know, products which I which I mentioned earlier. So the fact that now, you know, we we, we then went and uh, you know developed our Vertex platform, um, which I think is really cool and uh, the really I'll say the foundation for the future. You know, when we think about where customers are today. Um, and the fact that that this whole AI thing, it's really a journey. You've got to have your data, you know, foundation in place, your data models in place. In our in our Vertex AI um, uh, platform, is really a place where you can you can it's, because it's open source, 
you can use multiple tools from from multiple places to, to pull everything all together and then effectively and eventually get to a point where you you're uh, you know uh, able to um, do and perform the the gen ai um you know, uh, you know tasks if you will or right or ask a question get an answer yeah and, and get it and get a, a great answer Yes, exactly. Go bar to go. Um, so, so you know that's the tooling behind the scenes, and uh, from uh, the large language model perspective. But what are some great use cases? Which ones? What, where do you gravitate to when folks, you know, say, "Well, how is it being used? What do you What do you like to tell them?" Well, so you know, I really got two answers for that. One is from a from a professional standpoint, and one from a personal standpoint. So, from a professional standpoint, um, you know, I I love the the fact that. You know, the, because um, you know, as as uh, I'll say, retailers or manufacturers, the number one thing that is that is so important is customer feedback, and yeah. the, the the fact that now we can pull data from you know social media as as well as you know multiple other sources and get real time insight into what um, what customers are saying about our products. Um, yeah. That is super powerful. Right, and the, and the fact that um, you know, as a as a as a salesperson now, if I work for one of these retailers or one of these one manufacturers, I could very quickly sitting in the parking lot before I go into a customer meeting, say, hey, what's this customer saying about this particular product, or what in general is the sentiment about this product? Or if I'm a you know a product development engineer, you know, I I can keep tabs on a very regular and live. You know, basis on on what folks are saying about our products, um, and and so I I love the the transparency of it, and um, and the fact that we don't have to sift through lots of you know uh, worksheets and, and and data sheets anymore. So um, I think that's really tremendous and uh, transformational. Uh, will be yeah. transformational. Um, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite use cases. The the fact that you can you can point that engine at that pile of data, and you used to say things like find the needle in the haystack. Now we're saying find the needle in the in the pile of needles and be able to get the information you need when you need it. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. And, you know, and here's here's the other thing that um, you know that I think is really maybe may resonate with you, Jeff. Um, we we all have mother in laws who um, who are uh, provide interesting perspectives in our lives. And, um, <laughs> well said. Well so, said. So, so mine was asking um, a couple of months ago where where we should go on vacation that might entertain a ninety one year old my ninety one year old father in law and my two my twin thirteen year old boys. So where should we go? What should we do? What what does that look like? And so with, you know, usually she asked me all those questions and I thought, yeah. oh, I am going to go to Bard and see what Bard says. So Ooh. long story short, we are now booked at an all-inclusive in Mexico over Thanksgiving. Problem solved. Thank you, Bard. It was great. <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I always ask people the question when, when we're having AI conversations like these, is I'll say, well, how are you personally using it? Because we'll talk about it, some cases, if it's a very technical person, we're down in the weeds, but uh, in how they're building solutions or a leader like yourself. But I love it when people pull it back and what is the individual use case? How is it making your day better? And, uh, and that's a good one when you can amuse 13-year-olds and 91-year-olds. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, just um, have answers for your mother-in-law when she asks you many questions. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, as you, we, we, we talk about, you know, where we are in our partnership, which is great. Um, but, but both of us, of course, are about serving and getting customers to be able to use this tooling to do amazing things. But where do you perceive that the world is from a, you know, where are businesses in this journey? Yeah, I think, um, you know, as we talked about, we've, we have many customers who've been on this AI journey for a long time and and really have worked over the last um, number of years to get their data in order and have uh, leveraged many different AI tools and, and AI models. And so what I, where, I, where I think we're at is that we're we're early in the journey when it comes to generative AI, meaning yeah. that we've got many of the foundational um, elements that I just talked about, but and, and and many great ideas. And where where we see customers is that they're trying to take those ideas and turn them into business cases, and frankly, transformational um, you know uh, pathways, right? Where that will really truly make an impact on on businesses. So. Um, it's a really, uh, it's an exciting time because it's, there's, there's just so many ideas and we're really looking to turn those ideas um, and, and transform into reality. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, our CTO, Srini Kalshak, is um, uh, often will say, and just did in, a, in an all hands meeting for the whole company earlier today, that, you know, AI is one of those things that's not a nice to have. It's not, oh, let's wait and see. It is. It is that technology, it is that use case for infrastructure that is transforming absolutely everything. And it's exciting to see how different companies are, you know, considering how they do that. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, I, I think about it, um, you know, kind of like in the in the late, you know, in the late 90s and early 2000s, when we were all considering, what does this ERP thing mean? It's all <laughs> together. And um, I guess that dates me, Jeff, and, and, and maybe it dates you too, because you laugh. But but I think, you know, I think it, it really is, um, it, it is and will be that transformational. It all, it, you know, I was having a conversation last night at this event at, at the dinner we had uh, with some folks and they were like, well, Jeff, how did you get into all this stuff? And it, and it goes back to my father was a was a, a lifer with IBM, as we call it. And um, and so in, in the in the mid 80s, early 80s, I mean, he was through the old employee purchase program. I mean, we had the very first IBM PC that showed up uh, at the house. And that was a unique thing uh, in that space. And then people started to say things like, we think every house might have one of these eventually and, mm -hmm. uh, and what that might do to transform things. And it's the closest analogy I can come up with, but things are happening just a little bit faster than they did back then. Yeah, they, they are because you know why? We have AI. That's right, that's right. <laughs> God bless it, AI. All right, um, so by the way, I just have to, stop, pause, and, and call out Kenya is here. I love that Kenya is here. Welcome. we got San Antonio friends. I'm not there, but I'll be back this weekend. Uh, Santa Barbara, hey, Mike, good to see you, and uh, and everyone else who's who's popping in. Somebody needs a job in finance. Go to rackspace.jobs. Maybe there's something out there for you. Uh, all right, well, um, let's pivot for a second, uh, Rebecca. So, you know, the um, another topic that came up in conversation last night with the folks that I was there with is the, the different challenges that different folks have in their careers and opportunities. But you are somebody who, as a, as a woman, been involved in tech for a good long time. What does it, what is it that, what are you seeing as far as the difference of maybe when you started your career to now as somebody who you know, leads a pretty sizable unit, uh, business unit there inside of Google? Sure. Yeah, you know, I think um, 25 years ago, we didn't see as many women in leadership. Um, mm -hmm. And so in executive leadership positions, to be really clear. So, you know, I think like 
you've got Safra Katz, for example, leading Oracle. You've got Julie Sweet at Accenture. You know, you've got Jen Fisher at Splunk. I mean, those are obviously very, very large um, and and strategically important companies um, with women at the helm. Um, we didn't see that 25 years ago, uh, and and so I think you know that has really. Um, I, I think that's great. I think you know I'd be remiss to to also um, you know not mention the fact that that uh, you know Google's very strong in terms of you know having having women leaders. And, and I know when I joined three years ago, um, especially Kirsten Clubhouse, mm-hmm. and you know having Kirsten and then Janet uh, Kennedy at the helm um, was was tremendously different and you know um, uh, refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. That the top two folks that you know within the, the within Google Cloud uh, in North America were women. So um, yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, and you know, knowing a little bit about you, I know you've gone and you've started a, a pretty interesting network just to help encourage this along as uh, as well. So why don't you why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so uh, so about two years ago, I founded the Executive Women's Network uh, here at Google Cloud, and we um, represent the top 220 um, executive women at uh, within Google Cloud globally. And uh, you know, I founded this group uh, two years ago, really based on the fact that um, you know, as we as we move along in our careers, we we need different things and different um, you know uh, different support. So, you know, I've been really lucky throughout my career uh, to have received, you know, things, you know, know, mentorship and and help with my with my brand and my executive presence. And and by the way, all those things, I still need help on today. I mean, you you don't you don't just it doesn't stop. Yeah. You don't just nail it, you know, and and forget about it. Not a check Um, mark. Yeah. I mean, check brand done. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, it's an it's an evolving story, um, you know, as as humans that we create within our within our careers. But, but at the same time, uh, you know, as we move along in our careers, there's really a need for, you know, uh, an, an additional interest on things like, hey, how do how do I get on a board, right? Mm-hmm. And, and once I get on, once I join a nonprofit, you know, how do I how am I on a, um, you know, a, a public board? And so what does that journey look like? So that's one of the things that, that we've been able to, to bring to, uh, to these women. You know, other things like uh, um, just our, uh, you know, talent management. Obviously, within or any organization, the pyramid gets smaller at the top. And so how do you navigate that? And, and what, where, where are the, the, what are the career paths? And so those are just a couple of the topics um, we meet mm-hmm. quarterly, and we you know bring subject matter experts to the to the table and um, have discussions on on topics like these. That's fantastic. I love how um, the focus that you have in helping bring these these ladies together to to help further not just their careers but to be better better humans and better at what they do, which only benefits the organizations that they're directly involved in with Google or the different boards and places where they get to serve. Right, right, absolutely, and and of course, you know, we we have a um, you know women at Google ERG within yeah. you know within um, Google Cloud or within Google, and um, we're very closely aligned. So the other thing that that we do that I'm very proud of uh, is that is that we integrate uh, you know some of the folks who are earlier in their careers uh, to come you know sit in, listen, help, support, um, so so that they're also you know uh, understanding. 
um, the, the different dynamics um, within, you know, with, with different uh, women at different points in their careers and can pass that along as well. So we create, you know, learning opportunities and pass those along. All right, hold on. Let's take a quick break from the program. You see, if you've been keeping up with the news this year, well, you've probably heard everyone buzzing about AI. Well, guess what? You can achieve AI success through our transformative process of ideate, innovate, and industrialize. Well, get ready to revolutionize your business with FAIR, the foundry for AI by Rackspace. At FAIR, we're on a mission to accelerate the responsible and sustainable adoption of generative AI solutions across industries. In just three weeks, our ID8 workshop will empower you to harness the raw power of generative AI. Imagine skyrocketing productivity, driving efficiency, and delivering unforgettable customer experiences. This is your chance to take the first steps in exploring the untapped potential of generative AI for your organization. In this workshop, our team of experts will meticulously evaluate the intended and unintended consequences of integrating generative AI into your operations. We'll ensure your data quality and integrity are top-notch and will guide you in embedding your company's values, fairness, and governance into your generative AI solutions. Through a series of short sprints, we'll identify the most relevant and impactful generative AI solutions tailored specifically for your business. And by the end of the workshop, you'll have a crystal clear understanding of how generative AI can revolutionize your organization and how your business goals can be supercharged by AI. So what are you waiting for? Visit us at fair.rackspace.com to learn more and secure your spot in our generative AI ideation workshop fair driving innovation excellence and unparalleled success in the thrilling world of generative ai fantastic so it's been around for a couple of years now is it run exactly as it's expected any surprises along the way well hey if, you know we all know if you don't if you don't change you die right so That's right. um you know what is the same is that is that we meet quarterly uh, for an hour, and that's about um, you know that that's that's you know that is standard. Um, yeah. But you know what's what's great about it, uh, or what I'm really excited about. You mentioned next um, earlier yeah. in our conversation. Um, given the fact that we started this during the pandemic, we have never, as a global organization, had an opportunity to get together face to face. And so, I'm hosting um, a breakfast for our Executive Women's Network at Next. Um, and I'm tremendously excited about that opportunity to be able to meet these uh, these women face to face. So that's something that we're doing. Uh, that's you know that's that's different. And I really hope that that spawns um, new ideas for uh, you know what we could do to make this even more impactful. I love it. Uh, that's fantastic. And I love the phrase. Of course, if you don't if you don't change, you die. Uh, <laughs> keep, keep 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 getting better. All right. I have a question for you as we get close to the the end of our time. And uh, welcome, Chris. Great to see you. Great, Jeffrey. Um, okay, here's my question. And whenever we have folks on, whenever we have women on, and we get into a, a women in tech conversation, 
uh, I get lots of communication back and folks are, are always so encouraged to have heard that conversation. And very oftentimes they'll also say, hey, I'm gonna take this home and I'm gonna show it to my, or take it home. I'm gonna go down the hall when, and when my, my kids come back from school, I'm gonna show it to my teenage girls uh, so that they can be encouraged and, and learn a little bit more. So the question I have for you is, is as you're now gonna be giving some advice to younger folks, but I want you to answer it from the perspective of if you could talk to 13 or 12 year old Rebecca and give her some advice, what would that be? Um, you know, I think, especially at 12 and 13, you, you don't have the confidence to know that you deserve to be at the table. You you have a voice, yeah. you, um, you, know, you got this girl. And so, I mean, I think that, that's at, at its most simple form, you know, that's it. But, but I would also say that, you know, as I guide, uh, uh, you know, people, but men and women who mm -hmm. are in, in college on their careers and they're trying to figure out what do I do next? I, I you know, I'm a big fan of the, of the, the consulting world. So I'm going to kind of bring it back to where we started here, Jeff, yeah. and talk about the fact that, you know, to get that foundation to understand how businesses work end to end and to understand what good looks like is a tremendous foundation for your career. And so that you can you can you know uh, take your career by the horns if you will and decide where you want to go um, and don't let it guide you but you guide it. Ooh, I love that, uh, and it goes in line with uh, one of the last times I asked this question, and the answer was, "Don't be afraid to pivot." You know, if you, it's not that you maybe have hit a wall, but you may see something else that's interesting that you want to move over and into, and there is nothing wrong with that because it's oh, wow. your career. Yeah, absolutely, and and I, you know, I'm also a big fan of, uh, you know, if if you don't fail, you're not trying hard enough. <sighs> well, that's right? a little. Well, now we somehow ended up in a therapy session. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it's more fun to win, that's for sure. And we're all winners. But but also, if you don't fail, you're not trying hard enough. So that's so good. Uh, just quickly and pivot. Fantastic. What a great note to go out on. Uh, if you're not if you're not failing every now and again, you're not trying hard enough. That's we all right. want to win. So Rebecca, thank you so much for taking time out of your, your day to, to come and visit with us. Obviously, the whole world has enjoyed your conversation, our conversation and what you've had to share. So thank you so much for taking the time. And you're going to be at the Google Next. So um, I guess people can maybe reach out to you on the LinkedIn and see if you're around. Absolutely. I look forward to it. So thanks again for having me here today, Jeff. Absolutely. Everyone, I hope you have a great rest of your day. We're back next week. We won't be at Google Next quite yet, but we're going to be at VMware. So if you, uh, anybody going out to VMware, um, VMworld will be there. Uh, actually talk to some great Google people who are, um, uh, we're, we're doing some really interesting partnership stuff with that we'll talk about then. So we'll see you next week, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And uh, with that, Daniel, let's go out on that fancy new graphic. Now here at CloudTalk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.